0: If you had a chance, would you fuck Donald Trump for one billion dollars? A billy? Hey guys, welcome to Curiosity. My name is Amon Kooner, your host, alongside with Siam Farooqi. We are here with Jeff... He does everything that you name.
1: All right, how's everyone doing? I am Jeff, Jefferson, actually. Um, My artist name is Uwadaman, so I mostly go by Uwadaman. I am a photographer, I'm a videographer, I am a a crypto trader, I'm an NFT trader, (laughs) I am an NFT creator and collector um and more to come
0: <laughs> Dude, uh, and he's uh bro do you do everything i couldn't yeah. have said it better honestly. did i
1: forget music yeah i, did. Yeah, I don't think you didn't
0: mention music I'm, yeah he's I'm, also an artist.
2: an artist man of just pure knowledge Thanks. and wisdom and experience and i'm sure you guys are going to get a lot of value out of this
1: episode
0: he was also the popular kid in the school <laughs> <laughs> I
1: don't know yet, thank you. for a billion dollars man yeah <laughs> Honestly, no, I don't think I would Like, ah, shit, yo, okay maybe For a Billy, bro Okay, wait, it depends on what Things we're doing, (laughs) you know, what is classified Like,
0: you're just You know, raw dogging him
1: Oh my days Like, it's a Billy, bro shit <laughs> well as long as i'm the top yeah for sure <laughs> <laughs> fair enough fair enough come on what do you have to say yeah what do you have to say about yeah. that yeah
0: bro? bro that's uh yo that's interesting bro you would fuck trump that's oh my days up. man <laughs> that's yo, fucked up
1: it's a billion dollars <laughs> jeff that's fucked up uh, i mean i have integrity but you know no shame no damn shame, jeff
0: yo jeff's <laughs> a me bro what would you do Me, I would just pass on the billion dollar because it doesn't exist, bro. (laughs) (laughs) You know,
2: um, what's funny is this guy, so, you know, there's that question is the glass full or empty? Or whatever, you know? And Amon is always like, oh, man, I'll drink the water. Dude, I, I knew like, yeah. the fucking, it. oh, yeah, it drives me nuts, man. Like, like the answer either has to be yes or, or no. no and he's like, a maybe.
1: Yeah, he's trying to be in a gray area. Yeah. Can't do that. Can't though.
0: be. Hey, man, this is a black and white. white movie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but yeah, no, for a billion dollars, bro, yeah, yeah. i would do it. Fuck, yeah. It. Fuck yeah. it, Yeah, of course. Yeah, what you, would you do? What would you do?
2: Oh, for Zion. a billy? Hell yeah. <laughs>
1: well, true. Yeah, yeah. Bro,
2: a billion dollars? Like, has the amount... a lot
1: to do with a billion dollars. Bro, and...
2: I can change the fucking world if with I that guess. money.
1: Yes. Yeah.
2: Like, the <laughs> amount of people I can fucking impact with that kind of money? Yeah. yeah like, you, yo.
0: Yeah, you would have a fucking, <laughs> lots of impact <laughs> with a sex story, bro.
2: <laughs> you know, man, at the end of the day... Uh, I I don't think I, f- I genuinely think people would lie if they would say no to that question. Exactly, like a, billy, bro. a so billion, bro, a billion dollars. You know, um, I read somewhere where you only need ten million. Well, sounds like only, but you need ten million dollars to buy anything you want, kind of thing. Obviously, there are exceptions. Yeah, and live an amazing fucking life.
1: That's very true. Like people are striving for honestly just like a million or two to mm-hmm. retire like and and it's yeah so having a freaking billion is
2: yeah, <laughs> you're yeah, pretty yeah much you know top of the world, yeah bro.
0: let's say you get trillion dollars <laughs> for releasing the sex tape
2: yeah
1: would
0: you do it uh, yeah yeah <laughs> i'm Damn, on top bro. yo okay. yeah
1: there's sexuality right now is not a big deal so yeah, who gives a crazy. damn yeah like bro. at
2: the end of the day you know if people are mad um it's it's kind of,
1: i don't know it's weird why would they care who i'm fucking exactly we are two consenting adults right so yeah <laughs> bro, a what, a what? for a trillion dollars for a trillion? Dude. Yo, that is the market capital of apple right now
0: that is so true <laughs> and on top of that bro the fact uh how much money you will make off that sex tape is insane the amount of people that are gonna watch it exactly oh yeah you make it you became a fucking trillionaire overnight exactly. over one night's stand.
2: well <laughs> let me ask you a question come on I bet would you watch your own sex tape um that is released to public now yes you would yes would you watch Jeff's sex tape yes. <laughs> Would you watch
1: mine? Yes. You see, note that he didn't say, like, for any money. So you would just watch it. For oh, I just things. watch
0: it because uh, you guys are my friends. Oh, no, lit. Actually, yeah, yeah. I, I just want to know like what you guys are fin up to.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair, fair.
0: Sure, <laughs> know what we're packing. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, you know what's insane? Because you're a very mysterious person. What's the one misconception a lot of people have about you when they first
1: meet you? Ooh, that's a kind of a tough one. Um, well, you're not wrong. I am very secretive or I'm very private in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Misconcept. People don't really get mis... From what I know anyways, they don't really get misconceptions. They just... Like, I'm very real. So I just... It's... Ah, damn, that is freaking yeah. hard. Um, <laughs> no, I'm very real. I will just be pretty upfront with the person, everybody I meet. Okay. And I'm. I like to think I'm genuinely nice. And so far, no one has actually like, oh, said this dude is a piece of crap or is trash or shit like that. Okay.
0: Like, yeah, you you know what's insane? Jeff is the nicest person I've known. He's genuinely nice. You know, there are those people that are like nice in a sense, like Mm -hmm. they want something out of you. Jeff, you are genuinely just a nice person. No, no,
1: you're like make a me blush good good person.
0: You. <laughs> <laughs> he
2: made me he made me blush uh, last episode. So now it's your turn. Yeah,
0: no, 100%. Yeah. I'm just trying to like say the facts. Like what's the one question that you get like about what do you do, Jeff? Do you ever get that question or like
1: Oh yeah, no, I do. Um I get what do you do or mostly is what are you up to, you know? Yeah. Because most of the time I'm like bum, I I I do find comfort by myself. Mm-hmm. So I'm one of those extroverted introverts in a sense. Like mm-hmm. I do like the company of people. I do like hanging out with people a lot. Um, but I'm also very satisfied being by myself and doing things at my own pace. So most of my friends or most people I know are like, Jeff, what are you doing? Like, what are you up to? Like, you know, where, where's your time going? And the honest truth is that I am I'm, I'm really I'm busy with always finding new ways or new things or just walking in, working on a new project is what that, my time is always on.
0: That, it's funny how you say that. By the way, you've been working on a lot of projects.
1: Yes, I have. Yes, I have.
0: This is insane. The amount of stuff he's doing right now. So let me just like go off a little uh, <laughs> list of you, bro. <laughs> You're an artist, a musician, an investor and creator in NFT space, and crypto... As well,
1: that is correct.
0: On top of that, a founder of All Fly Studios. You're a man of many traits, bro. <laughs> Yo, what's the one thing that you started early on out of this whole list?
1: Um. Oh, oh, let's see. The earliest thing I probably the the earliest thing I probably started on will be the video production part of things. Video production. So. That was probably the earliest thing I've ever I started on, and out of everything I've been doing, um, all of them kind of came up together at a, at at some time. Um, so the first thing I remember was when I was in I was in boarding school at a British boarding school in Nigeria. Okay. Um. So it's called Avicina, for those you know you know who want to know a little bit about me. Um. It was it's a British school so it's a British curriculum British everything. Um. I was in boarding school there, and in there I had my iPod it was like an iPod 5 or iPod 4 it was the little flat one with like the different back you know color back you know stuff like that um and I would I would do because the iPods then had this thing called iMovie or yeah yeah so I would just like create a like a scenario or, or series of movies in my head and you know I'll have lots of my friends on um, my boarding mates like my juniors and seniors as well. And I'll just be like, yeah, let's do like a little trailer for something. And we ended up making this crazy, we did a horror tra- horror movie trailer. We did a superhero trailer. We did, um it was like, I think three trailers in total. I can't remember what the third one was, but the horror one was very fun and the superhero one. And the opportunity I had was, I was also... um like, the school, because of my accent, the school kind of made me... I wouldn't say because of my accent, because of who I am as a person. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Who I am as a person. They, I was um, in charge of most of the media stuff. So, in a sense, I was, like, the the media president. So, I used to host, like, interviews and stuff. Like, like I used to... You know, it was, it was so fun there. So, I used to do interviews with people from other schools and stuff like that. I used to have my own camera. So, I used to go to, like, basketball games and take videos and stuff and edit them and put them out for the school so with that privilege um, I was able to to show the trailers in front of the whole school and it was it was just insane it was like a freaking like a movie premiere pretty much so you are the creator the director I was the director I was everything and I think that was the first burst of you know wanting to be either in front or holding the camera in a sense and It was, it was just, it was just so, it was just so good, you know? And, and people loved that I was doing that too. And I was able to meet lots of very interesting people through that. Um, There was this person at the school who was, uh, he was a graphic designer Mm -hmm. and um, he was also like part of the media thing. So he used to do like the little transitions for the media, stuff like that. Um, I'm so sorry, I forgot his name. I'm really bad with names nowadays. I don't know why. No, same. <laughs> I am
0: terrible with the names.
1: Like I would remember your face straight up, but names, like I feel, I feel like I've been doing so many things that my head is packed with so much stuff. Um, but but yeah, so he was an awesome person, and through him, I was able to like, okay, you know what? I should attempt graphic designing too. You know, I should wow. try some other stuff. You know, and. From there, I was able to do other stuff, and that's why I was like, "Yeah, I that's I guess that's the, that's the real start of my starting my business and starting everything. It was through that whole experience in total."
0: Wow! So, so wow! So you would say you're influenced by other people around you, the creative minds?
1: Yes, that's that's very true. That's very correct.
0: Wow! Yeah, dude, I can't believe it. So, the videography was your first ever, like, that was uh,
1: f- yeah, that was the first thing I ever you know, attempted, I was like, yes, I'm going to do this as much as I can. Um, I used to be in another school before, like another uh, school in Nigeria. It was a, it was a Nigerian curriculum, Nigerian-American curriculum. It was called DIV College. And there was one inspiration in that school and it was my art teacher. Like him, I remember his name. His name is Mr. Amadi, And this dude, honestly, he's probably the person who fueled my creativity in a, in a way because he was just now he's an amazing person, amazing artist. And honestly, he was a friend at that point. Um, I I learned, I wasn't really as good as art in arts, or at least I didn't think I was that good in art at that point, but he helped me so much and in just like encouragement, you know? And, and I guess that's what like gave me the idea for wanting to be creative. And going ahead, the videography was the first creative step I took.
0: So he was just like a role model
1: in your life then. Yes, I would say that. Yeah,
0: yeah. Did it he definitely was? Did he help you like connect with other people or like show you other ways of like creating that art that you were creating
1: at the moment? So with Mr. Amadi back at D.I.V. Mm-hmm. Um, he so he definitely showed me other ways for expressing creativity in terms of art. Okay um not into, he wasn't into videography or music or anything like that so it was just like like actually fine art you know um he was into sculptures he was into drawings he was into um paintings calligraphy and the good stuff uh and i just i was always in his office because like it was like a it was an art room and i was always there with another friend of mine jesse um and Jesse right now is doing amazing stuff, by the way. Just to point it out, Jesse right now he's an NFT creator. Uh, he makes bank, like he makes what? money from NFTs. Like he's a 3D and like designer. And so I'm just gonna keep that aside for now. Wow! <laughs> right? Yeah, he is. He's doing awesome. So Jesse and I, we like we always in his office. And Mr. Mahdi, he was like I remember he made me this, um, this drawing book. Like a special kind of drawing book, it was like hard cardboard paper in, the, in like of the of the actual paper. Then the out the cover was like a crazy ass material that you know he was just trying to test out his own creativity. Well, as well, and he made this cover, and it was it was nuts. Like just having that, I was like I probably still have it right now. It's either in it's probably in my like my parents' house in Nigeria right now, but um, it was just amazing, and he took some time to actually draw some crazy stuff on there for me and he was like you know I should practice and see what I could do um and it was it was just amazing um and and the same thing he also made this little sculpture for me as well too like it was a project we were supposed to work on together but honestly he ended up doing doing everything it was a dragon um that his eyes lit up and yeah it was a crazy sculpture. It was nuts. No, he was an amazing artist in total. And he made that, it was supposed to be together with me, but I ended up not doing as much. Um, So he did most of the work. And at the end of the day, I took that thing um, and I took it to my other school, like the British school, I went to pre- after that Nigerian school. And just, just as a side note as well, I used that artwork as a presentation, like a public speaking presentation for that school it was just a weird no it's just a lot of great things like and it's it's almost like they link together in some way and and yeah that is just i guess my experience
0: you know what's insane saim tells me this all the time uh you attract like-minded people that's very true and the fact that you're into like you were so into that like art stuff and like you know trying out new things and by the way when you were doing videography and doing those projects the time just flew didn't it
1: it did man it was it was magical in some way it was yeah it was just going by <laughs> you were in
0: love with it was yeah it... bro so going from there when you created those projects how did you get into like did you know that you were going to come to canada at that point or did you have any idea what you were going to do next
1: at all in terms of where I was gonna be, I I kind of knew that. So my dad is also very he's a very big planner. He um he's he's also a very big influence in my life. He's a very future oriented or foresight kind of person, you know. Okay. Okay. So since I was in elementary school, um, he was always like, "Yeah, he's you guys are gonna end up in Canada," like he already had that plan. So at the back of my head. I didn't really think about it as in like in my teenage years because I'm like yeah you know, um, but in the back of my head I'm like yeah I would probably end up in Canada you know, yeah. um, and and it happened you know I did end up in Canada and and in terms of what I was doing, I'm it's hard to say because I'm I'm the kind of person like that want to try different things. It's a sense of independence like you want to do as many things as you can by yourself, um, and I just. Doing that or just being in that headspace in some way, I just wanted to be like, yeah, I'm going to try as many things as I can. Videography, photos, music, everything. And and I ended up in Canada, which I guess I kind of realized I would. Um, but it's... And I just feel like I'm still... I keep on growing. Like right now, for instance, my next plan is to go to Japan. So What? <laughs> yeah. When? Like, I mean, the when is... Soon, that's to okay. say, soon. I mean, I okay, maybe not anytime too soon, but soon. Okay. Um, the first I gotta establish myself here a little bit more, mm-hmm. but then Japan is the next destination for sure. Wow, yeah,
0: dude, that <laughs> just hit me out of nowhere. That just hit me out of nowhere. I had no idea that was coming, bro. What?
1: Like, so, no, I, I want to, <laughs> damn. So, what the how did that come about, by the way? How. <laughs> So um, with wanting to go to Japan, one, I guess one of the major factors is one, I do love the culture a lot, mm-hmm. but two, as a business person or as a person who's trying to, you know, grow in terms of bit, like business-wise, um, I wanted to establish, or my plan is to kind of establish All Fly Studios as kind of an entity here in Canada, then going to Japan is a form of just expanding. Mm-hmm. Um, and Japan is just filled with a lot of creatives and that's why I want to go there as well. Want to meet people and to and it's it's just amazing, you know? Like like just being like the Tokyo scene, for instance, is full of fashion designers. We have lots of creatives. Like being in the NFT space, like the NFT world, I've been able to to like I've been able to talk to a lot of people and and it's it's insane because you just see from different from around the world, from Australia obviously from the States and from Europe and everywhere and ever, lots of people from Africa as well too. And you just see like so many like-minded or so many creatives in that sense. And Japan just seemed like, yeah, this is a place I would want to at least try to see how far I can take my creativity to.
2: That's amazing. And that's that's why, why the people you surround with is so important very, because very that's true. kind of what makes you who you are.
1: That is correct.
2: Yes.
0: Yeah. 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 You never had that plan before then or did you have it always in the back of head, oh, Japan would be a cool place to be?
1: So, it wasn't until I started thinking about, like, thinking like thoroughly about All Fly Studios or my company as a creative or me as a designer that I thought of Japan. Before that, I was just like, yeah, I'll just visit, you know, like everybody's, everybody wants to visit Japan. Of course. You know? yeah. And I watch anime. I'm like, <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I got course. to see where it's rooted. <laughs> You know what? Now that I'm thinking about it... Okay. All right. Um, this is a little bit of something different from what I normally do. I have written scripts before as well. And I did write a three-episode anime script. And I did want to go to Japan to actually work on that. But I needed the money first, obviously, mm-hmm. right? Because you need money to make anime. <laughs> so I, it's, it's on my laptop right now. I made a whole... It was crazy. I made a whole. It was my first year of university that I made this up, and I created a whole character list, a whole, a whole idea. And I was like, yeah, even though I don't make a whole series, at least I'm going to work on making the pilot, like the first episode. Mm-hmm. And if that works out, I'll continue the thing. So right now, I'm gonna. I'm just saving enough. Once I do make bank back, I would honestly work at least on one episode of that series and see how it's going to turn out,
0: bro dude you know how hard it is to write scripts
1: yo it's it's insane man. it's insane
0: bro i struggle with like even writing a video script i'm not even kidding bro how
1: the dude is there anything you don't
0: do let's just start with that
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh shit I, I, i don't know i don't know um I don't know. You just have to say it, and I'll see if I do (laughs) it. That dude, one hundred. I can relate
0: to that because obviously, as you can tell, like you know, throughout our friendship, how much we actually do. Um, bro, you came to Manitoba, by the way, in
1: twenty fourteen. Oh, that was I came to Edmonton. Oh, Edmonton. Edmonton. Yeah, my brother was in Manitoba. Okay. Um, my brother came to Canada before I did. Um, he went. He went to Manitoba, and I was in in Edmonton, and uh, in 2014 it was, yes. 2014. Right. Yeah, yeah. it was the February of 2014, right, like, in the snow period. Yeah, <laughs> of course. The, most of the immigrants <laughs> come in the snow period <laughs> for some reason.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, did you ever get distracted, by the way, Like, because you're new
1: in country, you know? Surprisingly. So, not going to lie, since I, since I was young, I've always been, I've been very disciplined, or at least I try to be very disciplined, and a lot of people, they they do think I'm older than my age. One, because I sometimes do look it, not gonna lie. Like, I look really old, not you know? I, I don't know about looks, bro, but you're <laughs> yeah. like, the way
0: you talk, the way you actually, you know, display yourself true.
1: to others. that's true. I, I, people did say I was really mature when I was really young. And I think having it in the back of my head as well, I was, when I came here, I, obviously I I, I crave independence in a sense. Like, even with the strive of my success, it's because I want to be as independent as I possibly can, and help those who have helped me in my life, you know. And when I first came to Canada, I the first thing was to do was actually, obviously, it's a it's a fun because I was in high school, so I was I was like, yeah, I gotta you know get my things steady and ready first before doing any other thing. So once I got that out of the way, I was able to you know there there were obviously distractions, there were obviously you know some things, but in to be very honest, I still kind of kept my my direction in a way. Like, I was a lot more lenient with myself than obviously I would have been with my parents. But I still didn't kind of shy away from what I knew my plan was. Because coming here, the plan was, okay, I'm a student. If I do anything too stupid, I could get deported. 100%. You know? Yeah. Um, And the goal is, okay, I want to at least try for like a permanent residence here. And so I have to not do anything that would go against that while still having fun. So I still had fun. You know, I still went to parties. I still had lots of, I still had friends, you know, and it, it was, and I was a kid. So it was, it was still a good experience coming here alone. And, you know, I didn't, I didn't. Go too crazy i didn't do cocaine or anything like
0: that the, the, i don't know about that bro uh the first time we met oh
1: the
0: first time we met by the way just letting you guys know this is how i was introduced to jeff we were at a house party and i uh i was like hanging out with my friends and i saw this loud dude in the corner he's just <laughs> so loud um i was like man this guy has so much energy and i would like turn around. And, bro, all I see on the table <laughs> is lots of liquor bottles and lots of white stuff.
2: Oh, my days. White girls, you mean? Is that- <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but no, for real. Uh, no, i never seen Jeff do any of the drugs. But, no, he the first ever time I met him, he was the quietest dude. Like, literally calm nothing crazy and i'm like bro this guy never turns up i promise this guy never turns up this guy never like his voice never rises or he did, never dances i go to a house party which one of our mutual friends threw and he was there bro he had some shots and the man was turning up, bro. The man was turning. I'm not kidding, bro. When I say this, bro, this is the first ever time I seen him turn up. I think I mentioned to you at that yeah, exact moment. I was like, bro, you, you are turned <laughs> up. Yeah, no, man. That's how I was introduced to Jeff. Yeah. I'm very calm, and then I saw his turned self. I was like, okay, never mind. He's a human being. <laughs> I'm a human being. Yeah. Like,
1: <laughs> like, the thing is, like, no matter what, like, even though, even though, like, you're like, you're strict with yourself, you still gotta have fun, like. Mm-hmm. Like like I mentioned earlier, I'm I'm an introverted extrovert, right? So I I kind of plan I not I plan myself out, but I pace myself. I know when I want to have fun and I know when, you know, I have to be serious about stuff. And I think like if you're not having fun, then you're just going to you're going to go into a spiral, like a downhill spiral in yeah. some ways, you know? So you need sometimes to let loose and and you know it has to happen. It has to happen. That's amazing.
0: <laughs> but you have achieved a lot of things from other persons' perspective. Like from my perspective, you have achieved a lot. You have done a lot. What do you think or oh, you would have done differently if you had like let's say I give you a time machine right now. You have a time machine right now, but you can only go four years back. What's the one thing you would do? Or change or approve on or
1: Hmm. That's gonna be um not gonna lie. I've I've thought of this a lot of time because I I try to sometimes to like think as philosophical as I possibly can, and I don't think I would exactly change anything because changing something from the past will kind of change who I am as a person right now because because of the decisions of decisions I've made I've been able to become the person I am right now but um. But if I had no choice <laughs> <laughs> I mean Bitcoin, Ethereum. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know Yo, what I mean? Facts. Yo, I would load my wallet up with those. Facts. <laughs> oh my you're so right, bro. A hundred percent. Like, 100%. Nah, 100%. like I think no. I'm the thing is, as a person or who I am, I wouldn't change anything. But in terms of what I could have changed or decisions I could have made in terms of like like finances, there's a lot. There's a lot. I could have added or, you know, just done it because most of my decision makings in the past, especially with crypto or with money, is either I didn't do what I actually planned on and I just backed out of the last moment because of stupid, you know, stupid stuff. Mm -hmm. But yeah, but this time I'm like, yeah, Jeff, just do what you have planned and continue. Wow. Honestly, if I have like four years ago, ooh. You'll be seeing a different Jeff. Oh, right? Oh man, <laughs> yo, yeah, what I, what I see a Jeff
0: and like a Gucci bag, like with Gucci bag and Gucci clothing. <laughs> I I highly doubt it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I doubt it too. Um, I'm not too too flashy of a person. Um, I would. Obviously, I would enjoy my money, like mm. you know, <laughs> yeah, Rolls Royce, <laughs> yeah, you know, the G wagon, you know, what I mean? Roast, oh, He said the car. He said the car. I actually want to get. Yeah. yeah, I'm trying to get a Phantom or anything. Honestly, no, you will. Like yeah, but... I promise you. Mark this word.
0: I uh, like that. I uh, you will get. Like it, yeah. I'm not
1: kidding.
2: Gonna... <laughs> I do. I do. I do.
0: I, I believe in this man so much. I <laughs> I I don't. I tell him this all the time. I. Don't tell this to many people. Simon is one of the people that I actually tell this to too as well. You will be successful and I can just see it, bro.
1: I appreciate that. Okay,
2: so is there a reason why you go from uh, thing to thing? Because you have tried so many things at this point. Are you still trying to find your passion? Or is your passion trying different things, doing different things and just being busy at all times
1: that is a very good question and honestly it's it's not that i'm jumping from things to things it's more like i am trying to i'm trying to build something i think in the back of my head that's what it's all been about okay and and it's so it's not even about my my passion to be very when i actually took some time to think about it for myself My passion is, is creativity and I want to be as creative as I possibly can with, with as much outlets as I can. So I want to, I want to express that creativity as a person in so many forms. And that's why all fly studios exists. It's kind of like a, it's a pool or it's kind of like a company or it's, it's a, it's a hood of creativity bunched into one and that's what it is and that's what I want to create and it's not just for myself as well like my end goal is to create to find other creatives like me and kind of combine that together but the thing is to do that you obviously need money so that's why I'm only focusing on my form of creativity right now and trying to expand it in many forms and whichever one and whichever one gives me the most money is gonna help me in my end goal and that's the and that's the, and that's, that's what I'm, that's what I'm all about. And that's, that's my, I guess that's my thing in a sense.
2: I, I get that. So when you do have a creative adventure, you like focusing on it just by yourself. You are not the one to get help or ask for help.
1: Is that true? To be honest, that is true. Um, It's, it's a, it's a flaw to be very honest Um, because to be, to be creativity or being a creative, especially what I've learned right now, especially in the NFT space, you do need people. Like you need, like what you like, you need to be around like-minded people. You need to be amongst people who can assist you, or you can learn from as well. And but what I found myself is that I'm, I'm mostly by myself, because like I mentioned, I'm I still I still find a lot of comfort being by myself. And one other thing is, if I'm going into, especially when it comes with business or money, you know, I would rather fail, or I wouldn't say fail. I would rather not make mistakes because I don't believe that like, I've actually failed in anything. Um, I would rather make mistakes by myself than bring someone else into it because it's just the way I think, which is which is not which is not good. Because some people are willing to take the risk with you, you know. And it's one of my flaws. I do want to have other people help me with the journey, you know, and with everything. But, and yeah, it's just, but so far it's just been myself. I guess that's just a long way of answering the question in a way. But yeah. Well, I
2: I do, I can understand your thought process as well. If I have to relate to my story real quick, I, in my business, I had a team and I realized... Is that even something that is required at the moment? I think there's time. I think at the start of anything, you should be alone because there's so much to learn and you miss on opportunities if you have other people around you.
1: Do you agree? I, 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 no, honestly, I agree with starting alone, which is, I mean, that's the path I'm in, right? Um, and... It's, I think it's. it depends on the people that you start the business with, if you are setting in a group. Um, because you could meet some people who will say, you know what? Let's try some other things, you know? Let's do this other thing. Let's do it this other way. Like, there are some people... Oh, but sometimes there's some people that are just focused on that, that particular thing. And yes. they don't want to change because... Especially if they put, they put money in it, you know? They don't want to change from that. So they're just stuck on there and I guess that is limiting Mm -hmm. um and I guess that's one of the benefits with me being alone like I that's why I I agree with what you said with being alone you are able to be like oh crap okay let me see if there are other things as well too let me expand you know um and I see that exactly I I see that for sure um so I don't I don't disagree with you
2: yeah okay well you can totally disagree (laughs) Yeah, yeah at the end of the day it is just a
1: conversation like sorry this actually kind of reminds me of something. So just to head back, when I started my fashion designing um, company company or business, um, it was actually started in Nigeria. So I was in boarding school then, the British boarding school. Um, And uh, it was just this crazy idea where, you know, we I I can't remember, we were like probably having like lunch or dinner or something in the cafeteria. And a couple of my friends were just like talking... I was like, you know, I go by the name All Fly and All Fly started a long time ago for my brother. Um so I was like, you know what? I was I was like I was I created some designs pretty much on like one design on on a, you know a piece of paper of a shirt and I had my logo everywhere on the shirt. Like I just made this random logo honestly. It was like an A with a uh, with another line kind of like an a and f it was just kind of a weird thing honestly my logo needs a remake <laughs> i gotta lie um i have like i have different logos for different parts of my business but the main one is it, it definitely needs a like a redo <laughs> um that was like the first ever logo that was the first ever logo wow. and it hasn't changed man <laughs> honestly i might keep it you know uh, yo yeah, uh, that's it, a memory yeah it's exactly you know it's remember make that
2: into an nft oh man. it's, it's facts. yeah
1: <laughs> yeah um but yeah, so I made this shirt. I designed this shirt on paper, and a couple of I guess my friends were like, "Oh crap! You know what? Let's let's actually make this into a shirt." And I was like, "Oh shit! Yeah, let's let's do it." So, um, obviously in boarding school, your parents give you like pocket money, right? So you have yeah. some change, and the rest of those other guys also had some money with them. Um, so I was like, "Okay, is there someone we can find to? Because we're in boarding school, we can't leave, and it's one of those British boarding schools, right?" So. It can't do shit. Sorry. Pardon my language. Um, <laughs> can we curse this? Yeah. No, bro. You, I, I've been saying fuck oh, for shit. too long. <laughs> okay. Um, so, um, we found, one of one of our friends was able to find someone who, like, out of the boarding school, like, contact someone who was able to, to you know, print on shirts. So, the first thing I did was to print on shirts. And he was able to find someone to print on shirts. And he ended up, we found this person we ended up uh you know combining money so we went around the boarding school i was like oh who wants to be our shareholders um for this business and you know i was coming up with the designs doing this and that some other friends were throwing ideas it was it was it was a collective it was like oh shit, this is this is happening we're actually making this and you know we put money together we sent it to this guy's uh designer or you know printmaker guy and we made some shirts in the in the course of doing that, we even had some people who even ordered custom shirts. I remember we did one for this dude with like, um, it was like you know, cannabis like all over the shirt and was a glow in the dark shirt, so the cannabis like gl- was glow in the dark. And That's it was this, it was a sick ass design, man. Bro. It was lit, you know. We don't have shirts like that, right? I know. Now. It was, <laughs> and you were ahead of the game, yeah, of the game man. Damn. It was crazy. Like, there was so many good designs we came up with. Like, lots of crop tops with, like, glowing logos. We were lots of um, – it was just a different thing. And so my friends were coming up with different ideas, too. And as a collective, it was amazing. But in a sense, it was kind of limiting. It was limited. We were just up until that. And the message I wanted to put about it was what happened at the end of the day. So not not, not saying – I'm still very good friends with these guys. These guys are my homies. Like, we're, we're cool and everything. But <laughs> – I was leaving to Canada. Yeah. And we had this a lot of inventory or we had inventory and we're selling and stuff like that. So <laughs> so we ended up they so I was in Canada at this point. So I'm ready in Canada. And these dude they they end up selling everything. <laughs> And they kept the whole money. <laughs> they kept no. everything. They did not even they did not contact me. What? They did not say anything. They took the whole ass money. And I don't even know if they paid the rest of the shareholders. <laughs> That's a funny thing. Because we had some other, you know, some people yeah. Yeah. to pay. I don't know if they paid them. Bro. Like, they just. <laughs> Within what time expand, by the way? Like, no, our things were selling really good. They were selling really fast. Because we were like. It was our school. I guess there are lots of rich kids in, in, my, in the school, and you know, something that is started amongst friends, you're gonna find people like, "Oh shit, oh my god!" You know, yeah. Um, especially people you have fans in that school, you know, and not not to to my own horn, I did have lots of fans in that wow. school. <laughs> bro, you were
0: it's fucking successful since the get go.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, it was it was it was hard. I, I would say it was hard work, but it is. I think it's a, it's a sense of I guess the charisma, right? Or charisma. Um, and it was just, a, I guess that did help me because I didn't, I was as outgoing as I was creative in a sense. So I don't know, it's, it's hard to put, but yeah, I did find a lot of opportunities, you know, with people growing up and yeah.
2: And an experience like that with those friends in Nigeria still makes you think that, you know there is potential starting businesses with friends. So not saying that cuz I I'd be down to start a business with friends, but there not a lot of people have had the experience that you just did
1: or you described. That's true. Um the thing is I I won't I won't shun it. I won't say don't, but it's it's hard to put, you know? Like I would say if you feel like that's what you need to do, then go for it. It's an experience working with, with people. Because you kind of see, like for people who want to start, I won't say if you feel like you cannot do it alone, then don't. Like honestly, don't. Like do find people that will help you with it, you know. Um, but if you feel like you are able to start by yourself and you think that you will make progress by yourself, then go ahead with it as well. Like I don't think there's there's a wrong answer because th- you will meet some crappy people in yeah. life, you know, um, but at the same time you'll also meet some incredible people. Yes, like like sorry, my friends or the the folks who did this to me, they're not crappy at all. I still appreciate them so much. Um, most of them are in Canada right now. Um, I think one is in Vancouver, one's in Toronto, um, one is in one is still probably Nigeria. I think and one's in the states. Um, but honestly, there's there's no hard feelings. There's nothing. Like I still talk to them. Like to, it's a joke now, right? You know? Because we were kids, and I just I guess the reason why I didn't take it to I didn't I didn't, honestly I to be very honest, I did not think a single thing negative when it happened. It just seemed so much like a joke <laughs> that it happened, and I was just happy that I was able to do that. Like I was able to actually sell off because the moment they told me, Jeff, we sold everything that we had. I was like, this is amazing. I was like, so my 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 creations are good enough or are appreciated enough that it sold out. And in a way, it fueled my creativity, in a sense.
2: See, I am so amazed and fond by that. And it's almost something that I can't even believe because, you know, I don't know these people, right? Yeah. And the story you have told me, makes me think, oh, well, they were selfish in a way because I don't have much context. What is it because people who are this nice, um, because a normal person, I would say, would be (laughs) furious over that, right? But instead you looked at the positives. Is there a reason why you were thinking about the positives? Do you think before that, something happened in your life that made you think, okay, you know, it, this is not the end of the world.
1: <laughs> very. The thing is, I am, I am not naive at all. Just to put it out there. I, I think at a very young age, I've had the opportunity to grow in the sense that I know who I am as a person. And I don't want I don't I don't I, I just don't want negativity in my life. But aside from that, with that scenario, I actually didn't have at like this, you know, there's sometimes where you like you at least you like you're angry, right? Mm-hmm. And then you calm down. Yeah. But for this one, for some reason, I did not even I wasn't angry at all. I just felt that, you know, these I think the reason the reason to it it was because even though that they ended up taking everything, they were still able to contribute a portion to create that thing and that's why i wasn't angry in a sense so i had this idea and they helped me with adding more money to make it happen they helped me with with creating it bringing it alive and don't get me wrong i was probably the most you know to contribute to everything like it was obviously my business so i had to putting more but the fact that they did that, it kind of gave me the hope that you know, people. I, I I mean I understand people a lot. Like I've been I've been through a lot in my life in terms of trying to get to know people, and I kind of make it my way to to learn to learn before I actually do anything. Um, and in in that scenario, I just knew that yeah, like you know, it it's it's. I knew that it was it was okay. It was honestly okay. I. I I just I was like these guys believed in me to help me even though it might have been for selfish reasons I don't think it was for selfish reasons, at the back of my head I was like you know what I did leave the country, um so what other options do they kind of have you know I mean obviously they had options they could have sent the money <laughs> <laughs> they could have fucking sent the money sent to be honest money. but but it was it was to me it was still like I I left the country you know and yeah. and they sold out. So it means that they still put in a bit of work to get to that, you know? And so I I just don't, I just didn't want to see it that they were bad people or negative because they're not. Because I know them. They were they were my friends that I lived with. I was in boarding school, right? I lived with these guys. You know? Yeah,
0: because you have more, like you have known them. Yeah. And you know them personally because us yeah. like being here, we don't know them that well, yeah. obviously. <laughs> exactly. So it's exactly. easy. Yeah.
1: The thing is why I think I'm not also mad with them Is just like what you said, the thing as an individual, I would have these ideas. I would I I do act on my ideas, don't get me wrong. But for that with the fashion thing, I was like, like what what could I do? I don't know people. Like I don't know people outside to, to make this. And actually I could have contacted my mom and my mom would have helped me. Not gonna lie. My mom my mom is into stuff like this a lot. But I like the sense of me wanting to be independent, wanting to kind of make my own money my own way. I was like, you know, how would I do this alone? And the fact that I shared it with, you know, my pals, and some of them are like, you know what, I would do something. I, I, I would kind of help you find somebody. I would, I'll contribute to this idea because, you know, I guess that just, it, it kind of made me think that, you know, it's not bad working with people. And it gave me the push to always, to, to kind of continue with the creativity in that sense. And, so, so, I'm not shunning. So it's you will like what I, you will definitely find people who, will push you, to be a better form of yourself or to take the next step, and you will find people who will drag you down in some way, and, the best thing to do is experience it and find out the answer for yourself. I think that's the the best thing towards it. And as kids, we were just trying this thing. You know, we were just, we were. I was I was happy that. Even though we were young, there were still young like like like-minded people who will are able to put in their pocket money, you know, a little bit of the money they could use to to buy some candies or some shit and still and put us into a business. and it was it was it was amazing, too, you know. And I don't know, I don't know what they saw in me to do it, but they were able to do it, and that's why I appreciate them so much, even though it ended up the way it ended up. What I'm getting out of this
2: is, and I hope that I'm wrong, Okay. but before starting your clothing brand, you were someone that people didn't really believe in, and you had this idea in boarding school about a clothing brand, and these guys actually believed in you and gave you the resources.
1: Okay, No. No? no no okay, okay yeah I'm glad. <laughs> yeah no, no, no. No, that's uh, that's wrong for that one though no. okay um uh <laughs> okay um i want to put this into starting in that high school i was very i don't want to be like okay i'm the popular kid but i was i was probably the most known person <laughs> in the entire school um one because of my accent and two because of I, I don't i keep saying my accent because I don't know I don't know why. it's not it's not because of my accent one because of who you are who because of who I am yeah, yeah. I was just in I was just in a place where everybody liked me in a sense and I don't want, i don't i don't want, because I still had you know people who were like I still had friends we're kids right we're still you know pubescent kids trying to do blah 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 so obviously you still have friends who you know I don't know how to explain it but like like you have friends who like, you know, insult you like in a friendly way, you know, that kind of thing. Right. And it was we're still kids. We're still friends. We're still doing like the normal high school stuff. um So it's not like I was it's not like I was in search of someone to to give me the validation to help me. No, okay. I was not in search of that. I already I was already a passionate creative. I was already. um doing i was already in the media scene right i was already doing like interviews i was already i used to talk to the owner of the school i used to talk to the principal so like they were like honestly they were so close to me and like like i was familiar with not just the kids but with the adults as well and like my relationship was i i just kept it was it's in that school i feel like i just kept growing in a way like as a person too how old were you Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> no way, bro. Um, okay, so right now I'm 23. And what year was I? I was, I started year nine there. And I ended up, I was really young. I was, and by the way, I've always been the youngest in my class. But I I, I, I look, I act so mature that people always think I'm older. So I did, ha- there, was a, there was a year where everyone thought I was older than my age. And I honestly, not going to lie, I didn't I didn't correct them. Um, I think I've, I've been like that for a while because a lot of people just assume my age and I'm like, yeah, I, I'm that. Um, I think I was like 13 or 12. Come on,
2: listen to this. He was
1: 13
2: <laughs> years old and he was starting a business. So you're telling us a that you were one. <laughs> 10 or 11 when you got into media, videography. That is correct. Yes man's a yeah. born hustler <laughs> <you know? laughs> yo i'm
0: telling you bro I, from what it sounds like you have had a similar personality that you've had now throughout your whole life. that is
1: very correct and that is very true i don't think i mean i've grown as a person but i've actually had the exact same behavior since i was very young i'm pretty sure me
2: and Amon were eating dirt when you, when you started your clothing brand. <laughs> Bro, facts. <laughs> facts. Dude, what? Okay, I have a question. Um, Did you ever look at someone else and think that, oh man, I think I'm a little different because here I am, a 13, 14 year old kid who has a business. And yes, he has friends who are supporting him, and you look at other kids; they're eating dirt. <laughs> <laughs> and you were like, "God, like,
1: am I, am different? I different? Like, you know <laughs> what's going on?" Um, honestly, I never thought of it that way. Um, I feel like gr- I feel like growing up, I. Like I like for instance, I there's a part of my when I was still younger, like from nine o'clock like and I said nine o'clock. When I was nine <laughs> years old. Um, so in when I was in Nigeria, we had this our, we had a compound. Like in Nigerian houses, right? You have, you know, the big ass house or a house. And yeah. you have like gates around like, it. Like you gates around it, like a yes. fence around it, pretty mm-hmm. much. So in there, there's this we used to have this we used to have like lots of plants around and in some areas the plant, the soil would be clay and i used to obviously i used to play with clay and i used to mold different stuff so i won't i won't say per se that that i feel like everyone just has their own different outlets of expressing themselves as a kid cuz i was still a kid i was still i was still having fun i was still playing soccer here and there if you look at my shin right now it's full of fucking bruises from playing soccer as a kid um i just felt that even though I was doing all these, I guess what you say, crazy business ideas and all that, I would still say that it was just a way for me to express myself the same way it was for a kid to eat dirt. You know? Yeah. So, <laughs> so it's, not, it's, it's not bad. Makes sense. But I didn't, I didn't see that I was, I didn't think that I was different. Honestly, I didn't think I was different. My brother, for instance, my brother's name is Nelson. My brother is, as when he was young, even right now too, he is. He's also creative, but his form of creativity is writing. Like my brother writes stories. Um, I remember in in high school in the D.I.V. I went. So the previous school before the British school I went to in D.I.V. He he would write sp- like stories, like actual stories, like not screenplays but stories, and. And these stories would go around the school, or go around his his classmates, and obviously to me, his brother, and the concepts that he creates. Because my brother's a big movie watcher; he watches movies a lot too. But aside from that, he my brother had a very crazy sense of creativity, and as a at a young age too, he was probably what thirteen or twelve when he started writing as well. And some of the ideas would be phenomenal, and like. Did he actually, like, even, he probably has a lot right now back in our house in Nigeria, but if, if like, he's amazing. My brother on his own, he's an amazing person. He's so, he's probably also, aside from the other external people, he is one of the people who probably helped me creatively as well. Um, I know as we were young, my brother, for instance, he, he, he always created scenes in his heads, and that's him. So like just like that, he's a creative writer from like from a young age. He would have he would use pens or even his hands and create a whole movie of characters from his hands or from fucking pencils and shit and or hangers or anything. And the storyline would just be so amazing. And I was his younger brother, so sometimes I'll just go and be like, "I'll, I'll join you too." I'll do a little, use my hand to be like, uh, "I'll be like the you know the friend character or some shit like that." And he would find a way to put that character in there, and so just just so just to put it out there, my brother is also one of my as a, as a kid, um, he's one of my biggest. He was one of my biggest inspirations in terms of my creativity, and so so having him in my life, I didn't think it was that crazy. For to to be doing all the things I was doing in the sense, you know, mm-hmm. so I didn't feel different.
2: Are your parents creative?
1: I would say they are. Um. Uh, okay. Artists? No. Um. My dad is an accountant. He's a cutthroat, future planning, amazing person. Always thinking about what's better for the future. That kind of guy. Um. So I did get part of that from him. Because I'm I'm always I'm forward thinking a lot as well too. Um, and my dad is like that. I think where we probably both got lots of creativity from is from my mom. My mom is, my mom is passionate and that's her. She is, she's such, she's, she's such a passionate woman in the sense that she wants to try as many things as she can do. Like she wants to do so many things. She wants to explore so many avenues, I guess, to make money in some way, or just to be like, to keep herself busy or to do stuff, and and that's one amazing thing about her. And my mom is growing up. My, our mom was like, I guess, our, our, our like our closest friends, because um, my mom was just she was so jovial. She was just she was just so passionate, and that's the beauty about her. Um, and so, like my mom, for a swearer kid, she had. I know she had a hair salon. She had a cyber cafe, so a place where people come to like browse the internet um right now for instance she owns a school uh she hosts she she's she takes part of um having she she and my dad together own an event center and a hotel they so she she just finds like a different avenues to like create do lots of stuff and i guess that's her form of creativity and and i guess seeing that as a kid or maybe in some way that rubbed off on us as kids or on me and um yeah, so my mom is just passionate, and I think that's where the passion for my creativity comes along.
0: It it actually shows, right? Like uh, as you said, an anime that you were story episodes that you were creating now shows where it came from, kind of like it, what it influenced you in your life, right? Surroundings right. and your mother is into many things as as
1: well as you are. Very true. Very exactly. Exactly. Wow, yeah. man.
2: So now Jeff has tried almost everything that you possibly can. <laughs>
0: What's the more, next? There's still probably more. He's extra, yet to he's yet to build a rocket.
1: <laughs> he has yet to build a rocket. Yeah. Um, I think my only, my only regret, which I guess it will be a regret right now, is I didn't take computer science more seriously. I because I, I started university with computer science. Um. And I didn't take it more seriously in the sense that the world is turning so technological. And I feel like if I did put more effort into that as well, I would have done, I would have been or done more things I could possibly done now. Um, as a kid, I <laughs> I hate tooting my own horn. Um, I did also, de- I did develop an app <laughs> when I was younger. Bro. Okay, y'all.
0: Yo, uh, yo, listen
1: I remember I remember 2014 or 2013. I I was like, you know, you know like the WWDC like the Apple's development conference. I was like, you know what? I am going to join this. So, I like I like registered um I saved. I'm a good saver too. I've been saving since I was a kid. So, a lot of the things I do right now with the money is is money that I've been saving for a long time and investing. Um so I was like, you know, I'm going to join this developer's thing and I'm going to work on on making an app. Um, so I was learning coding. I was using Xcode. Um, that's what Apple used for their coding. I don't think really they still use it right now. I was using Xcode. I was doing, I was learning so many, lang- like, you know, little computer languages. And I thought that was what I was going to do. And that's why I entered university to do computer science. But for some reason, don't get me wrong. I did good in computer science university, but for some reason I was like, I couldn't really see myself, you know, just doing that anymore. And I was like, you know what, I would rather focus on making making my creativity a business. And that's why I entered into what I do, what I study in university, business economics. Um, and um, so yeah, as a kid, I was into like the technological part of things. And my only regret is that if I did take it a bit more serious, maybe I would have been able to explore more forms of creativity. 'Cause I just realized, especially being in the NFT world, a lot of creativity or art is still is computer based now. And everything is going to be computer based because of the metaverse and all that. But um I'll leave that for a different combo. So guess, yeah. No, 100 percent No, no, I we
0: gotta get into that we'll get, we'll get into uh, that. We'll and, get into um, that for
1: sure. Bro,
0: the fact that you did build an app too. Uh so uh Bro, do we have another Elon Musk in <laughs> nah, our I'm like definitely in Saskatoon? Not. I'm definitely not, like, not. What's going on nah. here? <laughs> Elon Musk,
1: he—he's. You see, those guys, they, technology is their life, right? So they know. For me, I think out of everything, out of all the creative things I've taken, the app thing is probably the only thing that I just glanced at or I just did for doing sakes and then I left. That's the only thing I would say I left. But the other things I didn't leave. I'm still doing it. And... So yeah, I'm I'm definitely not a idiot.
0: Uh, by the way, out of curiosity, what the fuck was the app about?
1: Okay, so <laughs> I I ended up making three apps, if I'm not wrong. Um, oh okay. Oh my god. Dude. <laughs> so not just one, not just two. So uh, no, so there, were, two of them were gaming apps, and one was for, um, was kind of okay. So I'll explain the two gaming one. The first gaming one, was was kind of like a muck up. To, um, I don't know if you guys have heard of um, Flappy Bird. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yes. Yes. It was a pretty much of a mock-up to fla- Flappy Bird. I called it Gliding Squirrel. Oh, <laughs> so, cool name. Actually. So I know I was I, I I drew this thing with like, what I used I use paint to draw like the character, and I was to be honest I was surprised that I ever did that because it was it was a decent looking Gliding Squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> I was and don't get me wrong, at that point I wasn't so good with art. I wasn't the best with art. So doing that, I was I was like, oh my god, you can do something, you know? And it was it was just nice. It was like the mock-up was just like, yeah, he was, you know, you tap tap and he's like, oh, you know, with the the arms spread out yeah. then, oh, you know, so, It was so funny doing it. And I, it was it was just so cool. Then the next one was it was kind of like an air hockey game, actually. It was like an air hockey game where you can also shoot. It was just a weird thing. It was it was like you could play air hockey like oh god, it was it was the graphics was basic though. So it was like basic and I kind of it was kind of air hockey mixed with you know how those games with the fucking arcade where um like an alien ship and you try to shoot that yeah, that Yeah, 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 I do. Yes. So I was trying to do that and it it got to the point where I think the main it was it was working. So the gaming part of it was working. But I messed up on linking something and I can't remember exactly, but it ended up not working out. Um then the last app I tried making was I think at that point I was either thirteen or fourteen and it was when I did get the idea for All Fly Studios or and I was like, Okay, let me make an app for All Fly Studios. Let me see what I could do, you know? And I it was where a little bit of the podcast or not a podcast it was like a radio. It wasn't it was more of a radio. I guess then podcast was not really a thing or known to be a thing. I don't know. But it was a radio thing. So it was a radio that I kind of embedded into the app as well. Um but for that one I was not able to I was only able to simulate it on my phone or my iPod at that point. And I was satisfied. And those those are the only three things that was like, you know what, Jeff, take computer science in university. Once I got to university, I was like, Jeff, do business. <laughs> 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 Yo, that's a total switch Yo, bro. I'm <laughs> <total> not kidding.
2: <laughs> do you get anxiety um, or your mental health suffers when you're not working on
1: something? I don't think I've stayed without doing anything.
2: Yeah. so like, I think I've, it would suffer. Not going to lie. Yeah. Sorry, I interrupted you. But I feel like you know yourself for doing different things. That's why you keep... Doing different things. Do you, does anyone know what I'm trying to say?
1: Like, like my, like I, I think I understand. So, yeah. like in me, I just knew that I had yeah. to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you to go keep... with your instinct. Yeah, I think. Yeah, that different things. So, like for instance,
2: how did yesterday look like for Jeff?
1: Okay. Oh yes, good. Okay. So one thing to note as well is because of the amount of things I'm doing, my sleep schedule is fucked up. No. <laughs> Um, but my day yesterday was more of, I worked on a couple designs for NFTs I was doing. So yesterday was honestly just devoted to NFTs and I didn't do a lot of trading cryptos or anything like that. So just NFTs and I was entering as many Twitter spaces for NFTs as I possibly could. And, you know, talking to people, getting ideas. Um, and at the same time I was designing and coming coming up with new concepts for, um, For NFT like collections, I'm a one of one artist in the sense that I only create one, like uh, you know one of one art, and so I was just working on that and trying to create a series out of poetry. So I was doing like a poetic series. Um, So that's what my day was spent yesterday with. That
2: and you probably dedicated how long? Like because a day has twenty four hours. A day has
1: twenty four hours.
2: Two up until
1: no no I was awake till the till the day broke. So I was up until 6 o'clock. Well, I went to like 6 o'clock or 7 o'clock. I'm more than likely now in the last week, I've more than likely dedicated 18 to 20 hours of creating or being in Twitter spaces. It's bad. It's not good. I don't recommend it, but it's because I want to see how much I can do in the NFT space right now. Like I want to push... My, you know, my NFT everything or NFT. What's the word I'm looking for? Oh, you you want to push yeah, yeah, exactly. My NFT presence. I want to push that. In you want to build a community around. That, it. That's the word. That's the word. I want to build the community in the NFT space right now.
2: How do you explain NFT NFT world to someone yeah. who doesn't know anything about?
1: The whole idea for NFT is just being that it's one of a kind or something singular, available on a blockchain and available on a block availability on a blockchain meaning that it is not held so no company has authority over that information or over that product. So you as a creator are the owner of that thing until you pass it on to someone else. And that's the whole idea for NFTs. Let's take it to an artist's perspective, like a one of one artist. Let's say Michelangelo was in our era. Um he creates, let's say um his most famous piece what is it is it the uh vatican or something like that? i don't know i don't I actually know <laughs> so no
0: his f- <laughs> most like popular art
1: yeah so let's say he creates that um so now that he's created that let's say he created it physically that is his work of art and it's a one-of-one there's no other copy of michael angelo's work that's his so for him to be able to 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 create make it an nft The first thing to do is to make it digital you can remake it on like let's say photoshop or another programming software and all you have to do is then you place it you add a contract to it so when you're making nfts it's adding contract to something and you add a contract to it you can write whatever you need to in terms of if the person that you're selling it to will have the entire rights or if you know you want to limit the rights or stuff like that so the main idea for NFTs is selling something and everyone can see the transaction. That's the whole idea for it in, in a way. Um, I, I think it's better to always show people <laughs> that explain it because people hearing it will hear terms that they don't understand. Like for instance, if people don't know what blockchain is, they're like, oh shit, what the hell is a blockchain?
0: So like in reality, when you sell something to somebody, both parties have receipt. The contract that they built right yeah now the contract is private so one person can change it so let's say a lawyer you have the lawyer in presence right and then you guys sign a contract and the lawyer has a like the main copy of the like a contract so you could bribe a lawyer and change something in the contract when it's on a blockchain on nft it's non-changeable yeah and it's like a transparent to the public eyes
2: what do you guys have to say to someone who's like, "Oh, why are people buying, uh, just copies? Like not copies, not copies. Why are people buying NFT of this cartoon for two million dollars? What is a board app
1: yacht club? <laughs> board app yacht club? Um, there. I guess there are two things to that. Yeah, there's. Um, a lot. Yeah, there's it's 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 not just that they're buying the image. With the Board at Yacht Club, for instance, you have uh, free access to, like, yacht parties. You have free merch. You have uh, – you could see celebrities. You could do almost everything. Like, And it's a continuous utility that is still growing. Um, they're still coming up with crazy things because it is expensive, right? Um, that's why you see the people that have it are like, who Steph Curry, Snoop Dogg, these millionaires. Um, but the only other reason as well is because with the tech world – because right now we're in Saskatoon – we don't hear a lot more about like what's happening really in the tech world if we were in the in silicon valley right oh, now our entire life if i all we'll be talking about is the metaverse and how everything is getting into a digital form and that's why nfts are becoming so so great or so popular or more more thought of right now because everything is becoming so digital People right now are, I have, I know artists that are hosting, or they want to start uh, having meta, meta, uh, the metaverse parties, or like look at Facebook, for instance, Facebook changed their entire name to meta. (laughs) That is, that means that they already know what is installed, like what is, what is happening. And for the NFTs, as a one-of-one artist, you could either let your collector love your art for it and buy your art because they love your art or you can provide them utility for buying your art and that's it and with most other like smaller NFT projects it's the like sense of community as well and that's what brings it value so for instance if you and me we start an NFT project um, you bring your friends and you know we start designing we make this cool art let's say a cool art of, of a water bottle and you know you just talk to your friend and be like you know this water bottle it's like it's it's uh you know like the art on its own is amazing but if you buy a water bottle like if you buy one of our water bottles i'll send you a water bottle for like as well you know because that's a utility now you're gaining something from buying that and if people start saying oh shit that's some cool designs in a water bottle other people be like oh crap okay i'm gonna buy in this and some some person's gonna be like oh no i'm gonna sell mine for a little bit higher Then the value of that nft starts increasing and that's where you start seeing nfts worth two hundred thousand dollars a million dollars and stuff like that. So it's us creating value for those things, but it's also the team of the creators or the creator themselves that is creating utility for people to find value in that. So it's not just a piece of paper, it's not just art, you know, like that. It's not just like a it's not just like a digital You know, picture, yeah, JPEG or something, just a JPEG.
0: And adding on to that, by the way, he's definitely right about creating value and uh, the utility. You, You could, like, that exact water bottle that he just sold as an NFT could be used as a
2: ticket, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay, that makes sense.
1: That makes sense. But if in the long run, like for me, I was like, if I if I ever do a generative project, I would do it in the sense that anyone who buys my NFTs will get come to my concerts, like some of my specific concerts, for free. Mm-hmm. And, you know, give them that utility. Like, oh shit, you know, they can come to Waterman's concert for free. Um, or, you know, provide them with merch. Or, you know... A, a, backstage the, passes. Backstage passes. Facts. Yes. FaceTime calls. Honestly, Whatever they, it is. Exactly. Like yeah. These utilities, right? Mm-hmm. And... And that's just it, and, and we can definitely make that happen. And the thing is, I love this. <laughs> yeah. I swear to God, I've it. never been this excited
2: ever, <laughs> bro. Because me. like the thing is, like I'm that average Joe that is surrounded with like people like Amon, for instance, who are studying NFT, and I have no idea what it is. But now it makes so much sense.
1: So with most NFTs, um, we do need to. Uh, so being in spaces, I've learned that um, you definitely need to. Have a team, like even a team of three is okay, you know. But you need a team to back you up because most people in the NFT space, um, for projects like that, they're like well, one person. They will probably just be in it for the money, you know. Mm-hmm. But once you have a team, mm-hmm. then you guys have a goal, you know. And that's I just, wanted, I just wanted to throw that out there before I asked your question. Of course, yeah. So, yeah. so back to my pet peeve, um, <laughs> <laughs> yo, um, oh, that's it's, honestly that's a tough one as a person. Um, don't get me wrong. I do have some pet peeves. Uh, my most or my biggest pet peeve, my biggest pet peeve. Gosh, it's. I'm zoned in. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, it's actually so hard. To, okay, okay. So it's not. It doesn't. It doesn't apply to everybody or everything like that. It's just that. Okay, I'm a very, I'm a clean person. And I'm not too too clean. Don't get me wrong. I'm not like OCD kind of. I mean, I'm low key OCD, but I'm not mm-hmm. OCD OCD kind of clean. You mm-hmm. know, I'm not like oh, I gotta fucking scrub the fucking you know bathroom sink thirty, 30 the
0: fucking, times before using yeah, yeah, it. Yeah.
1: Like I'm 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 you know I'm okay and with everything, but like I'm not a and and I guess the reason is just because <laughs> I've I've lived with I've lived with people that are pretty very very messy, um, and. I just, I guess, okay. My pet peeve is, it's not the dirt. Okay, now, now that I realize it, okay, I'm not really. I don't mind messy people or anything. My pet peeve is being associated with dirtiness. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's just that's just my idea. Oh. I'm, I'm, and I just mean like physical dirtiness. It's not like. Are you dirty-minded? <laughs> dirty-minded? I'm a young villain? adult. I'm definitely dirty-minded. <laughs> <laughs> that's insane. But
0: yeah, so, okay, so affiliated with, like, you know, like, associated with, like, uh, just some... Yeah,
1: I, I don't know. I don't know. It's... I don't, that's the only thing I can honestly think about. Um, my pet peeve with people... Honestly, I'm, I'm not really... I don't really have so much pet peeves with people because I think I, I take my time... I'm very empathetic as a person. And I take my time to kind of understand a person and where they're coming from. And I don't I don't like blaming people. Like for, you know, stuff like that. I could advise you and but I won't I won't really form malice against you. In the sense of that, right? So um it's just the way I, I view things in, in any way. So I in that sense I don't like I don't really have pet unless you're really like one of the really annoying kind of folks like you know you know you're, you're touching me unnecessarily or, oh. or you're, yeah that those are like the basic pet peeves you know or yeah I mean, unless, unless you're unless you're unless you know you're, you're a female though, that's different uh, <laughs> touch me all you want I that's joking, Jeff for you man
2: that's joking, insane
0: but no yeah no, no you're 100% right like there's some people that are kind a of bit too touchy and they go well oh, oh, yeah. bro Overboard, of course. Yeah, no, I understand that one hundred percent. Would you? So you're, yeah, you are one of those people who don't really like judge other people that are uh, too extreme. You yeah, know?
1: I definitely do not judge at all. Too extreme at all. No, like I feel like even with the worst people, you could honestly gain something. Like it's it's weird. Very true. Like you could gain if it's not, um, if it's not like cre- creativity stuff. It could just be life experience, like life experience or life values, you know. Like you're like, oh shit, there are some. Like, this dude is crazy. Like yeah. there are crazy people in the world, you know. And then you Facts. either know not to form close bonds with people like that, or you just, you know, you limit your association with people like that, you know. And that is true. It, yeah. So that is true. You still, you still learn. Like everything is all about. For me, everything I guess is all about learning, in a sense.
0: Facts yeah. and yeah, I know you're completely right about that. How um cuz you don't want those people to influence you the way exactly. you like, Exactly. You just want to like watch out what type of person you don't want to be, of course. Exactly. Wow. That yo, that's actually really good. Uh yeah, no. And on top of that, bro, the fact that um you in your like in your lifetime what you have learned so far, obviously you don't really have regrets because you like you learn a lot of things you are you are a sucker for knowledge that yo yes have i told you that before no i can okay. just tell by bro you, uh, <laughs> yes throughout the whole throughout the whole podcast yes you did <laughs> uh, No, you're just sucker for knowledge and i respect that 100 and uh i'm pretty sure sime knows this about me and he tells me this all the time i'm the same way and i can relate to you but the biggest problem i have is that i am a perfectionist
2: which i don't think jeff is I don't believe I... Ah.
1: Are you a perfectionist, Jeff? To a certain degree, yes, but I don't think I am like that. No? Yeah. Okay. That makes sense now. Like, okay, so my question would be, okay, you're a perfectionist, and so I'm guessing your perfection your perfectionism hinders you from doing things. Oh, yeah. It's big time. Or completing time. things. Big time. Extremely. Yeah. Because I guess... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's... Yeah. That's, yeah. That's yeah. what, I, what I, I guess I don't have. I would... I would forego the perfection, like professionalism or whatever the word is. I would, I would forego that just to, just to see what I'm doing. I'll see it through, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, I, 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 I don't consider anything I've done. I've never failed at anything. It's either a pause or a learning experience, mm-hmm. you know? Like I'm still going to like, for instance, like my, my, my music, um, uh, I'm working on a project right now for my music. Um, and like i like i remember there's there's some years where i'm like oh i'm going to come up with the you know the next thing and because of other projects i'm doing as well they take more of my time and i end up not doing my music but now i'm working on my music and even though sometimes i pause on it i'm still doing my nft's i oh, I pause that i'm still doing uh my like my art i'm still doing my crypto trading i'm still doing um what i haven't done in a while is photography but I'm still kind of doing that. Um, but my fashion is one thing that I want, I, I have put, I guess, a hiatus on that I do need to continue. I do need to get more designs and hopefully COVID doesn't fuck things up more. But Yeah, but uh, yeah that's actually, uh,
0: actually around the corner. Yeah. Sadly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what do you
2: have to say to people who, you know, there's quite a few people who say this, that a man who does so many things is not good at anything.
1: That's inaccurate. Um I've heard the saying like uh uh a jack of all trades is a master of none or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. I did used to think like that when I was younger too. Mhm. Um but it's like okay, but if I can gain so much level of skill in every single thing, then doesn't that make me above average in a sense? In life? Yeah, exactly. In, yeah. I think they not, not even in life, even in the skill itself. Like Like, in a sense that, okay, I do photography, I do um, fashion designing, I do NFTs, I do blah, 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 blah. The only limit, honestly, is time. That's the only limit. If not, I could literally master everything. Um, Okay. You know what? Having this conversation is kind of opening my my eyes to, you know, what probably got me to this level of thinking. Um, When I was a kid, uh, very young, very young. There was a show, I don't know if it still exists or if people even know about it. It was called The Pretender.
2: No, I
1: don't. Is it, is it The Greatest Pretender? Oh, no, no, that's an anime, right? Oh, no, yeah. 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 <laughs> I, know. I know that one too. I know that too. Um, but no, The Pretender is, I don't know if that's the name of the show or just his title in the show, but it was this dude who was good at everything. Like, he was good at everything. He was a doctor today. Tomorrow he's a pilot, and and yeah, he was just so good at so many different things, and I guess in, my, in the back of my head, probably growing up, I just had that in my head, and I was like, you know what, I I could be good in a lot of things as well too, you know, I could, at least I should try them to see how good I could get, and and yeah, so people that say that you're not a master of none, honestly, you can focus on one skill and be trash at that thing, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you can honestly focus and still be trash so i i don't fully agree with that statement saying that it's i think it's beneficial to try as many things as you can and see how far you can go with each of them
2: yeah i definitely wanted your say on that yeah that's for sure
0: how was your experience from the podcast so like let's not even ask that question <laughs> uh, it's
2: gonna be shit
1: no 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 i honestly no i i, I love it and it did give me a chance to actually open up than i normally would mm-hmm. and kind of explore where like what made me who i am today as well too because um, i do i do think about these things but not as precise as this you know and it's good having that conversation and like no it's and it's it's good to share sometimes you know like mm-hmm. I, I i think i considered myself so much of i can handle everything i could because I, I got to the stage at a very young age where I guess I matured so fast where but I've gotten to be more understanding of who I am as a person mentally, emotionally, and physically as well, that I've been able to handle lots of things. Like for instance, I would I'm the kind of person that I would rather I would rather endure pain right now if I know that in a couple like in the future I'll be more comfortable in the sense like that. So have uh, that's why I've always done everything by myself. And that's why when we had the conversation in the beginning, I was like, it's kind of like a bad aspect as well. Cause sometimes you will need people. Mm-hmm. Um and so this podcast it has opened the idea for me to, especially with the NFC, to <laughs> to, to, <laughs> yep. to work in a team and it's given me more understanding of myself too as a person. And uh that's <laughs> yeah, amazing. I just love it. I just love it.
0: Thank you, Jeff, for coming on the podcast of Curiosity. And you have spread a lot of knowledge for a lot of people that are listening right now, as well as you can plug in your social media if you like, sir. Yeah.
1: <laughs> for For those want, who want to know me as Allfly Studios, so my company is called Allfly Studios. And you can obviously check our website, allflystudios.com. That is A-L-L-F-L-Y-S-T-U-D-I-O-S.com. Um, you can hit me up on Twitter through there on Instagram as well. Um, honestly, almost every single social platform, it's All Five Studios. But if you want interested in me as an artist or, you know, you want to slide in my DMs, um, hit me up at U-A-D-A-M-E-N. That's U-A-D-A-M-E-N. And that is my artist name as well as my personal socials.
0: i We're going to call it it. Saim. Last words. Let's hear it.
2: (laughs) Well, we are about to go upstairs, and I'm stealing this man (laughs) for, I think, half an hour. And, you know, me and Amon and Jeff, we all want to thank you for listening. If you're listening on any platform, whether it's Apple, Spotify, make sure that you follow, make sure you subscribe, rate that shit, because that's going to help a lot and help us get above the algorithm